In India, they call this moral policing, self-appointed guardians of public morality harassing young couples for being together in public. They're often affiliated with the Hindu nationalist movement, a network of organizations and political parties that includes the ruling BJP of Prime Minister Narendra Modi. I went to the state of Kerala to meet our observer, Meenakshi Suman. Kochi, southern India, a port city that's been trading spices for 5,000 years. Home to Hindus, Muslims and Christians, it's known to tourists for its famous cantilevered fishing nets. Its beachfront is a popular spot for a stroll, for children, for families and for young couples in love. It's generally a tolerant, multicultural place, but like everywhere in India, Sometimes holding hands or just sitting together can get you in trouble. Hi, Minakshi. How are you? I'm good. So you're our observer here in Kochi. Tell me what happened over here in town last year. A bunch of around 10 Shiv Sena members came around. Shiv Sena? Shiv Sena is a Hindu nationalist uh -huh. group. Uh -huh. And they came and with canes and started morally policing the couples that were there on Marine Drive. Mm -hmm. I can actually show mm -hmm. you what happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's saying that he's not a question, whatever is happening, he's not going to let people just walk around. Mm. So these are just young couples minding their own business? Yes, and this, the Shiv Sena are basically asking them, why have your parents let you out of the mm -hmm. house? Shouldn't you be going and studying? Mm -hmm. And that's why they're beating the kids and threatening them. And that's called moral policing, right? That's called moral policing, because uh, they, these couples, it's not like these couples are doing anything illegal, what they're doing are against the morals of some people, mm -hmm. hence it's called moral policing. And in Kerala there's been a response to that, right? Yeah, the Kiss of Love campaign. And do you have a video for that too? Yes, I can show you. Perfect. So, um, the Kiss of Love campaign was a bunch of people came together and they started kissing each mm -hmm. other as a protest against mm -hmm. moral policing. Wow, that's quite a kiss. And is that shocking? Yes, it's quite shocking because uh, in India people don't show public display affection this mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. And uh, something like this is quite shocking. People don't even hold hands over here. Mm -hmm. But here you can see them openly kissing each other. And he is saying that it's his right to love somebody mm -hmm. and nobody has a right to stop him. Mm -hmm. And who was behind this campaign? So the Kiss of Love protest was organized by a Facebook group mm -hmm. and it was started by a bunch of young Indians who were who have had enough. Meenakshi takes me to meet some other young Indians who've had enough. The government law college is next to the park where the Shiv Sena attacked young couples. Harita and Shruti describe what happened. They were hitting all the people who were sitting in that park. Yeah. And uh, they were hitting like uh, even husbands, husband and wives, couples, everybody who were there. Friends, boys and girls. What, what, why, why do they have the right, do you think, to try and impose their rules on other people? Actually, every, every year, uh, Shivsena, Arsis and all, uh, they kind of threaten all the couples. They told that if any couples hang out on Valentine's Day, uh, they'll make them get married. The party suspended the members in the caning incident, and today it's the law students who are marching. We celebrate this every year. Uh, as a part of Valentine's Day, we go to the next college. It's a women's college and they are not allowed to have men there. But the police don't like the idea. The students are defiant. They decide to march anyway.
I see Harita and Shruti going back. There is no uh, reason for the police to interfere in our matters because we're not making any problem model policing and that is the reason they don't uh, they don't find it they don't like us enjoy our, our age people yeah. as That night, we invite a group of young people over for a discussion. All three of the women say they've been morally policed. There were a bunch of us in a car, and we were we had our windows raised, and we were sitting and smoking in the car. And a group of guys start banging on the glass. We know what you're up to here. What are you up to here? So the guy who's standing next to the driver's window, he, he just reaches in, he grabs the key out of the ignition, and he says, you have to explain to us why you're here, what you're doing, and who all you are, and what your names are, and your addresses, and only then will we let you go, or else we're calling the cops. Now, Wait, These weren't police? Who were these people? No, they were just yeah. random guys who just came, came up to us. Amruta was sitting with a group of friends. A guy comes up, an uncle, wearing a lunky, and he comes up and he's like, girls are not supposed to laugh this loudly, okay? This is a public place. Go back home. Morally policed is, it's not necessarily if you're showing public display of affection, it's like standing next to a guy mm -hmm. that, and if you're not married. Uh, what I feel moral policing is all about uh, is uh, that they feel that what I don't have, even they shouldn't have. So they just come out in groups and whatever they feel, see uh, looks like a little intimacy. It is nowhere near intimacy. They just out and out to stop it. The groups most often accused of moral policing come from the broad Hindu nationalist movement, which includes the ruling BJP party. They follow a doctrine called Hindutva, or Hinduness. Hinduism is actually a way of life. It was never a religion as such. Hindutva is a term that the radicals made up. When I hear Hindutva, it instills fear in me. That's how I feel. Constitutionally, we're a secular country, but there are fringe elements that are sadly becoming the majority who are asking for this country to become the sole, um, sole property of Hindus. That's what they say, but I don't think Hinduism is all about that. Hinduism is, is, is about tolerance, mm. but it's not what it is now. And Hindutva is responsible for that, solely responsible for that. Kerala, like most of India's states, is majority Hindu. But it has a large Muslim population, the largest number of Christians in the country, and it's the only state where the communists are in power. But the Hindu nationalist BJP is making inroads, and extremist Hindu groups are making their presence felt. Two hours' drive north of Kochi, Minakshi goes to visit a couple who say they suffered at the hands of Hindu activists who ran what's known as a reconversion center. Shweta is Hindu, Rinto is Christian. They first met five years ago and began dating secretly. For the first three years, I didn't tell my parents. But when they started looking for a groom for me, I told them about Rinto. They told me to leave my job and come home. They kept me inside and made me promise to leave Rinto. They arranged a marriage for me with a Hindu guy, a scientist, and made me go through an engagement ceremony. But Shweta ran away and married Rinto. They lived together for 10 months, and Shweta's parents seemed to accept the match, even invited the couple to come and stay with them. But on one of her trips home... My sister said she wanted to go to a yoga center, that she wanted to study yoga. So we drove there to take a look. That's how I got to the yoga center, without my consent. When we arrived, they closed all the doors and started a counseling session for the entire family. Her family left her at the center. 
Then they started threatening me. I told them Rinto was the only person I wanted to marry. When I said this, 15 people from the yoga center came into the room and started beating me. They got shawls to cover my face and tie my hands and legs. They started playing loud music and then they hit me. They said, your parents are the ones who brought you here. Nobody else is going to come rescue you. Even the police won't set foot here. She says she was one of 65 women and girls at the center on a daily routine of yoga at 4.15 a.m., continuing with cooking and cleaning, Hindu prayers, and classes about the evils of Islam and Christianity. During the counseling, they said, if you go with Rinto, we'll kill him. We have volunteers all around Kerala, all around India. They showed me videos they'd taken of Rinto working here in this office, shot from outside. Shweta ended up staying 22 days at the center. They finally let her out when she promised to bring Rinto in for conversion himself. She filed a case at the Kerala High Court, alleging physical and mental torture by the center's director and five staff members. After our case was on the news, the police went to the center to investigate. They found 40 girls there and sent them all home. The center was shut down. Its director initially fled and is now on anticipatory bail. He and the association that ran the center have acknowledged conducting reconversion efforts, but deny charges of abuse or illegal detention. At the High Court, we found that Sureta's parents supported the yoga center and are on their side of the case. After that, we've not seen them again or called them. Ayurveda is known as a Hindu medicine and you are an Ayurvedic doctor. What do you think about Hinduism after this experience? Of all the religions, I am scared of Hinduism now. Hindus are forcing people to convert or to reconvert. Hinduism is a very positive path, but now it's being practiced in a very negative way. Back in Kochi, after meeting the couple, Minakshi is impressed. You met Shweta, she's a pretty brave young lady, right? Yeah, she used her presence of mind and now she's out of that situation. So I think she's a very, very brave woman and uh, women should come out and speak up about uh, atrocities that are happening against them rather than just shut up and not say anything. And of the 65 women and girls who were in the centre, only a handful of them have actually joined the complaint. Why is that, do you think? A very few have come forward and joined the complaint because most of them are afraid they don't want to cause any harm to their families. So family honour is something that's quite important in uh, the Indian culture. And the, of the people we met the other night, everyone had had some experience of being morally policed. Do you think it's a fact of life for every young person in India? Can you escape it? I don't think you can escape it because there's always somebody